Welcome everybody to the Hot Tag Hooligans Wrestling Podcast show with myself, Aaron, and Tom. And tonight, you know, Tom, I, we continuously say this. We look and look and look for talent that we want people to become aware of. And again, tonight, we've got that. we got the first ever BWC champion. we got the first ever SSW Women's Champion as well. It's Angel Metro. How's it going? Hello. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So how has your day been so far? My day? Um... It's been pretty standard, you know, a lot of moving parts, a lot of dates thrown around with bookings and things like that. Um, a lot of work online and that's just the grind <laughs> for a new wrestler. It is the grind. And, you know, it's it's crazy with professional wrestling. You know, I have a shoot job and Tom has a shoot job. But no one I feel like that I know of, unless you're in show business or a musician, has to put so much time and planning their life out more than a professional wrestler. Do you find that challenging sometimes? Um, yeah, it's definitely challenging. Um, I'm used to being in environments where things are kind of crazy and unpredictable. So I think I'm probably better acclimated to it than your average person, but it's just hard to manage. I mean, like Google calendars is my best friend and, you know, you just try to plan as best you can. And um, yeah, it, it does get hectic. You kind of have to live on faith a little bit, you know, when you're like booking dates and having dates canceled and, you know, interviews here and driving there and just like, it's all over the place. <laughs> so you just kind of got to let go, sit back and enjoy the ride sometimes. So how far out do you try to book? Is there like a limit on how far out that you'll try to book something? Um, there's not a limit. Um, I think right now I currently have dates all the way up to September. So I think I have some September dates. Um, and then every month before that, there's stuff booked. So now with, with everything going on, um, and trying to plan out everything, and it can be very overwhelming at times. Mm -hmm. So what do you try to plan for yourself to have some um, a special time set aside to maybe do something that takes your mind away from it, whether it be trying to watch a movie or yeah, maybe, you know, uh, just a road trip and listen to music? Is there anything you do to try to, you know, at least have a little bit of time to yourself? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm probably a workaholic. <laughs> so uh, I'm always on. But, um, you know, when I'm like home and I'm doing stuff around the house and things like that, I, uh, I usually just put matches on, to be honest, or documentaries. So I like doing that. I enjoy that a lot. I'm a big history buff. So being able to go back and especially on the, you know, the documentaries and go over that stuff. That's really cool for me. Um, I go to the gym, so pretty active. Um, and that's kind of nice time just to uh, push myself and uh, do stuff for me physically away from a crowd. Um, and I am on the road a lot and I drive a lot. So I'm a fan of podcasts and audiobooks, things like that. Um, yeah, those are like my little things that I do for myself. Now, when you say podcasts, are there any type of specific genre of podcast that you like to dive into? Is it like conspiracy theory type podcast, murder mystery podcast? or? Yeah, it's mostly like um, murder, murder mystery cases, things like that. However, 
Um, depending on the mood that I am, I will dive into um, certain wrestling podcasts. Um, when it was DDP Snake Pit, I listened to that one pretty religiously. I still listen to Snake Pit with Jake. Um, listen to Flair's podcast, a little bit of angles, stuff like that. So it's usually either like the murder stuff or wrestling related. I'm pretty, pretty simple when it comes to that stuff. Now, you said that you're a history buff and some people know this and some don't. My first and introduction into pro wrestling was when I was like five years of age and the first person I saw on my television screen and it's well documented in all my books is Jimmy Boogie Woogie Man Valiant. Oh awesome. And he and Iceman King Parsons were on my television and I was just stunned and I didn't tell my dad not to change the channel anymore because by gosh I, I had found some kind of a passion that I really liked. And here you are, someone who is actually trained by Jimmy, the Boogie, Boogie Man Valiant. And a lot of people in wrestling still don't know who he is because the territories died down. But I'm in Kentucky and Tom's in Indiana, and he was always in this loop in this area, along with Tennessee and West Virginia. And tell us a little bit about training with someone who has had some, so much rich history and has wrestled some of the best in the business. Yeah, so... Um... Boogie is 80 now, so he's no longer um, super active in the ring. Um, so he kind of oversees everything that happens, but he has a team of trainers. Um, it's kind of like the way that I picture it sounds silly, but he's like the splinter. And then like the trainers are like the Ninja Turtles and we're all coming in <laughs> learning from them. But he's there every training session and um you know, he watches us and he, uh, they just started taping. So he watches the tapings as well. And he'll sit us down and have a meeting um, every week and whoever's there, he'll have a meeting with them. And you get to hear old territory stories and just wisdom, you know, stories from the road. Uh, it's very cool. Um, it gives me, I, just a deep sense of appreciation for everything. Um, being someone that likes to know where things have been you know, to be able to know where you're going kind of a thing. Um, there's not really a better resource that you could have than Jimmy Valiant. I mean, he, he was there for everything. <laughs> now, it's got to be uh, pretty cool to have, you know, someone with that much knowledge uh, to pass down those stories. Is there like a, a story that sticks out to you um, that, really stuck with you and helped you in your career um well there are lots of stories that stick with me although i'm not sure how much uh maybe retelling them for a podcast is the thing to go because they were kind of wild back in the day so i'll skip that but the one piece of advice that um mr valiant gave um, when I was training that has stuck with me because it rang true to who i am is that um in this business, in, in this world, in life in general, you know, a person has two things in life. You have your word and you have your reputation. And both are very important. So, you know, you want to stick to your word as much as you can. Um, and one feeds the other. And uh, Mr. Valiant, you know, he was very much that person who would if he agreed to be on a show, um, it was very, very, very rare that he ever canceled a booking. You know, it would be have to be something out of his hands 
essentially, where he physically could not fly, drive, boat, whatever, you know, or if he was like laid up in a hospital somewhere where they're refusing to let him out, you know, kind of a deal. Like he was very dedicated to that. And I appreciate that level of respect and integrity for wrestling um, because I also feel that way as well. Um, I, I feel like nowadays uh, it's easy for people to maybe not take a booking seriously as far as um, commitment. And sometimes things happen where you do have to cancel, but if you say you're going to do something, you should do it, you know, try to do it at least as best as you can. Um, so yeah, that was very uh, important to me. And that's something that I've taken with me since. You know, in pro wrestling, you're on the road a lot, but you were a musician as well. And you were traveling all across, you know, the States. Which is harder, traveling as a musician or traveling as a pro wrestler? Um, yeah, I would say wrestling is a lot harder um, because you are, um, it's, it's very spread out. With, with uh, music, you usually have like a series or a set of dates and you try to align them. And the same can be said for wrestling too, um, but especially right now, it's like, okay, this weekend I'm in Ohio. And then next weekend I'm in New Jersey. And then the following weekend I'm in West Virginia. You know, it's just like kind of poking. <laughs> um, yeah, and you usually have a band and things like that and music. Um, I do have like people that I travel with, um, but it's just not as big of a gang, you know? Wrestlers are usually independent unless you have a tag team or faction, things like that. So um, I've definitely myself put more miles on the road um, as far as the period of time that I've been wrestling um, than I would have with music. And ever since you stepped foot in the ring, it seems like it's something that you're taking very seriously. Uh, yeah. You know, we see we see people come and go. Some people, it's just a hobby. Uh, they're just doing it on the weekend. But you actually want to be one of the best names out there right now. So what keeps you motivated in between these bookings? Um, well, I don't know that it's that I want to be one of the best names out there. I want to be a very skilled wrestler. And I think that's different than being one of the best names out there. Um, for me personally, uh, the acclaim and the um, popularity and the, you know, signing with this company or working for this or going to this country, that that's not as important to me as the sport itself and the art form itself. Um, I liken, at least my mindset and my views on wrestling, very similar, although the skill level is night and day, but as far as the mindset uh, of Bret Hart and how he approached wrestling, um, that sense of reverence and respect and honor and integrity for the sport, um, I feel like my ideals and my mindset's very much in alignment with that. Um, what keeps me motivated is just wanting to learn and wanting to get better and 
constantly watching and seeing and just being like, oh man, like I wanna do that. Or, hey, I wonder if this will work. Or what if like we do this, this and this, and like, then I do this. Like it, it's, it's, you're just, at least for me, I'm, I'm constantly building and looking for new things. So not only like getting my reps in on, you know, the fundamentals, but I just, the creativity that you can have in wrestling and as much as we've seen, you know, it feels like every move a thousand times, there's always one out there that you've never seen before. And that gets me so excited. I love seeing that. Um, so I guess that's what keeps me motivated is being able to do more and more and more of things that I never thought was possible and discovering new styles, new forms, new moves in wrestling. Like literally just the art form itself keeps me motivated. That's where my my passion lies is that. Now, right now I feel like independent wrestling is really booming and there's, there's a lot going on and pr uh, promotions popping up that seem to be doing very successful. Um, is there any promotion or talent out there that it excites you that you maybe want to learn from or create a story with? Um, yeah, there, there are, um, you know, there are a bunch of promotions running right now and that's very cool because it is almost like a little bit of a resurgence of territories in a way you still have your bigger promotions but um you very much see these communities in different states and um it's uh it's it's really fun each time i get to wrestle in a new state and see it um as far as people i want to learn from it's strange because based off of uh, how I am viewed by most people as far as the outside, my appearance and things like that. Um, I think that they would expect me to want to train with, um, you know, maybe people on like, oh, my dream person would be, I don't know, Charlotte Flair from WWE or, you know, something like that. But um, my heart lies in the hardcore deathmatch community. Um, so being able to train with those guys and get experience from those guys, um, like, uh, the last few months I've been able to work for and learn a little bit from, um, Ricky Shane Page in Cleveland. And that's been amazing. Um, I'm also wrestling Madman Pondo in about three days, which is incredible. Um, I would love one day to be able to study under homicide a little bit. That would be awesome like if he put the gringo killer on me i would just be i'd be in a lot of pain but i would just be in heaven like i love those old school hardcore deathmatch guys that's that's where i get really excited um yeah and i mean there are a few people overseas as well that i would really love to train with um as far as uh watching wrestling as a kid one of my favorites and someone that I aspire to be more like is Tajiri and he teaches often. So I would love to be able to teach or to learn under his teaching one day. That would be super cool. Um, yeah. And you mentioned the death match and shout out the Madman Pondo and girl fight wrestling. Um, but you, you know, we've had Akira on, we've had Kennedy Copeland on, we've had Casey Catal on and, and we've asked him this, 
Is there anything in particular in a death match you would not want to do? Um, yeah, there are a couple things. Um, I, I've only done hardcore matches. I've not done death match yet because um, I'm a strong believer that you need to be proficient, extremely proficient and comfortable in the ring before you do that. And being a new wrestler, I don't think that it's very smart to just jump into death match. Um, that being said, uh, I'm about 135, 140 pounds. So uh, even though I have an attitude of like a 6'2", 6'4", guy, <laughs> I know that physically there are certain things that would probably be a little bit more dangerous for me because of just less padding than someone that size. So um, I think probably scissor boards could be high risk just because when they go through, there's just not a lot of room for it to, you know, stick in padding. Um, and then um, on personal reasons, uh, things like uh, pigeon spikes, I wouldn't do and uh, no staple guns to the head. <laughs> uh, those are those are things that I would avoid. But other than that, I mean, I'm pretty open, you know. Some of the things that, you know, some of the deathmatch talent do for for us the fans because that's what they're doing it for they're doing it for us the fans it's just crazy i mean just a simple some of the matches we've gone to recently for gcw and there's just the light tubes you know sometimes i'm just like ah oh, like why but hey all more power to you everything that you just said plus everything else involved in the death match i'm out so yeah I, I would so so kudos to you i, I like my body too much so Fair enough. So I've got to ask since uh, before we get off here, I see your shirt is Spice Girls. Can you tell us a little bit about the Spice Girls? Are you like a huge fan or is that a reference to something not oh. other than these? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even, I just had a shirt on for this one. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I listened to the Spice Girls growing up. Um, this is actually a friend of mine's shirt. Uh, she was one of my best friends. She passed away, but um, it's Spice Girls, but it's actually, it, it's in the style of uh, this band called Choking Victim. It's one of their album color covers, but it's Spice Girls, so it's just funny. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the whole meaning behind the shirt. Spice Girls was really big in my household. My uh, sister played it on that, that one album on repeat constantly so yeah. i'm very familiar with all the words right on yes my friends are pretty going to judge you because we all have got that guilty pleasure that we probably don't let out so i'm just, I'm just saying so oh, i'd <laughs> let mine out i don't there's no shame for we me know, we, know, we know you would all right angel before we let you go though i want to do some rapid fire questions with you it always tries to help us uh let our fans and the listeners know a little bit more about you i understand sure. that you're a whole that you love horror movies. So yeah. what's the best horror movie of all time to you? The best horror movie of all time? Um, yeah, I could spend hours thinking about this, but since it's rapid fire, um, the Evil Dead first movie is pretty, you can't really argue that one, even though there's probably others you could name. Yeah. Okay. You're also big into music, especially you started off in goth. So give me a song that I may not have ever heard of that I need to go check out tonight once this podcast is over. Oh, God. Um, that's goth related? 
Oh, I'm so bad with music when it gets put on the spot like this. I don't know. I have to, I might have to circle back to that one. I blank yeah, out. We'll circle, we'll circle back to that one. Cool. You're, you're at WrestleMania. You actually get booked. Who would you want to wrestle in the main event of WrestleMania? If you had a choice, past, present, or future, who would you want to wrestle? Past, present, or future? Um, well, I'll stick with present to make it easier. And someone already on the WWE roster, uh, I would love to wrestle Sami Zayn. That'd be real fun. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> if you got your chance to wrestle in any country, I know you said it wasn't a priority of yours, but is there anywhere in particular that you would like to say that you went? Um, outside of the U.S. I mean, I think the default for pretty much any wrestler would be Japan, just because of the legacy of wrestling and especially hardcore and deathmatch. All right, so I'm going to start before we get to the last question, because the last one's a very important one. If you ever watch our show, you'll know it. Back, back around to the goth song. You got one? Lord. Oh, man. Um. Grimly Fiendish by the Damned. That's a pretty solid old school goth related. I can song. promise you I've never heard it, but I will check it out for sure. And then the most, the most important question we ask every guest when we do this, does pineapple go on pizza? Oh, um, sure. Whatever. Live your life, dude. Life short. Do what you want. <laughs> Just be cool to other people. Sure. Pineapple goes on pizza if you want it to. <laughs> Listen, we've had people about to fight us over that question. Like, there are yeah. people passionate about that. I mean, semantics of life. There are more things you could worry about. I don't really care. Just be cool to each other. Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. If you want pineapple on your pizza, go for it. If not, totally cool, too. <laughs> and before we let you go, here's your chance to plug your website and any merchandise. Here you go. Yeah, absolutely. My website is angel-metro.com. Um, you can find my merch on there. Um, you can also find me Angel Metro on prowrestlingtees.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Angel Metro. That's what it is for all of it. So just type in my name and you'll find me. All right. For everyone out there, Thank y'all so much for listening. Make sure y'all hit that subscribe button for myself and Tom. We greatly appreciate all the support. And Tom, next Wednesday, June 28th, it's here. It's here. Ascending the Queendom, officially released. It's on pre-order now. Uh, the response so far has been great uh, from everybody. So I appreciate all the support on that book. And again, it's more than just wrestling. And I want people to understand that. It's about these women who are chasing down a dream, who have had to deal with everything from sexism to physical and mental abuse and harassment, all to just to be on a level playing field with the men in the business. And we've got to change that. And I hope that these ladies' stories uh, will touch you in a way because it's something we deal with in everyday life even in our shoot jobs it can very well happen to us as well and we got to change the culture on that as well again ascending the queendom barnesandnobles.com right now hardcover paperback ebook pre-order it june 28th next wednesday let's get this one to number one as well 
we do. It'd be our fifth bestseller in a row. Greatly appreciate all the support. Angel, thank you so much, ma'am. Greatly appreciate you on here. Best of luck to you. And hopefully we'll be able to see you soon out doing what you love. Hopefully not in a death match. But if so, we're there. We're going to be supporting you as well. Yay. Uh, for myself, for myself, Tom and Angel, thank y'all so much. Enjoy your week.